Fierce Fan Media. No clue about <laughs> a normal person. <laughs> I I need to get better in the habit of just like recording us as soon as we get on because <laughs> we just we say dumb shit. Me do say dumb shit. No. <laughs> Only the smartest of shit gets said. Yeah. Yeah. Quotable. Yeah. Quotable. 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 Isn't that Quotable. a Jeopardy? Yeah. Actually, when we do Space Corner, I want you to show me that picture. Oh my God. You guys, I don't know if you saw that TikTok I sent from the Celebrity Jeopardy where none of them knew a single fucking yeah. Taylor Swift answer. Yeah. It was not as great as that uh, Smokey Robinson TikTok you said. <laughs> Happy Chinooka because they. <laughs> I watched that video probably 50 times just oh my god it was so funny (laughs) he's so delightfully unaware yeah (laughs) that was very funny it it was just and not not giving a shit like if he's saying it right or whatever to hear how to say it like you can tell tell he thought it was just someone's friends wishing them happy whatever that is (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so good good evening everybody welcome to the weekly wind down Excuse me. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. Stacy, <laughs> the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. It it just sounded like you were clearing your throat to be like very professional. <laughs> oh like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I had like foam from my beer stuck in my throat. I was not being <laughs> professional. <laughs> uh, tonight I am drinking um altamont's maui wowie it's an ipa from a brewery here in livermore and it is by far one of my most favorite beers it's delightful that sounds good <laughs> i'm drinking a pineapple high noon oh, what's that did you just get it oh. i did i forgot to grab my drink <laughs> It's like a truly jewel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But okay. So That's much better. better. They use real fruit juice and real vodka and real vodka. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, we might get a tipsy Dempsey. Oh, that's my, that's my favorite. Yeah, her half a high noon, and she's gonna be <laughs> gonna be <laughs> half in the bag when half yes. that high noon. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. No, um, I'm not drinking, but I am. Are you sick? Tony Baloney. Uh, yeah, you're still. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not drinking either. Can't you all... see it in my eyes? Now that you said that, I can. Well, now that you're no, like shoving so your face in the camera. You're drinking, I though, on the I know, but I, so I drank is it last night. For who? <laughs> whom? Whom is it? <laughs> oh, who, whom? Who? Is there an owl on the podcast? <laughs> who is it more fun for? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very specifically, not you. Me, myself, and I. Because <laughs> Jax has to rein everybody in. Mm, and mm, I'm mm, very, mm. very hard to wrangle when I'm... <laughs> when Uncle Pino is but the visiting. content is top-notch. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny sometimes to go back and listen to him. I'm like, oh, God, we were fucking wasted. Who's <laughs> <laughs> so the older ones when I used to, like... <laughs> drink wine wine and i like i get like pretty lit yeah those were the days (laughs) back back when they're younger days oh man we were so much wiser (laughs) oh 
I'm not drinking tonight. I'm on the wagon this weekend, so I'm drinking fuzzy water. I'm I've sorry. A, what is what does fuzzy water mean? What does that those, even those mean? Fuzzy like the Fiji apple ones you get. Oh, like fuzzy water. Fuzzy water. Fuzzy, isn't it sparkling? Yeah, it's fuzzy water. Fuzzy, not fuzzy, fuzzy. <laughs> Fuzzy water sounds like it's been in your fridge too long. Yeah. All I think of is fuzzy Ooh. wuzzy was a bear. Yeah. Fuzzy wuzzy was a very okay. fuzzy wuzzy. <laughs> he wasn't very fuzzy wuzzy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so okay. sorry. I made it Can I tell you my new, well, first of all, have you guys seen the TikTok? And it's like from Tom Segura's like stand-up thing or whatever. But when he talks about accidentally mega dosing his mom. Oh my god, it's so it's so funny when he talks about how she just is like (laughs) and like things her lips her lips are stuck together. It's so funny. So because it wasn't it like wasn't affecting her or whatever. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. I'll tell you what, when I when I have gotten high in the past, no one fucks me up more than my mom. Like I instantly get like I'm a 15 year old kid all over again. Double D, she has like a psychological hold <laughs> on me. If I like, right. I think I'm gonna get grounded or something or get in trouble. <laughs> oh, I love being high around All she wants to do is see me. One time. And your mom was not there, and you were still afraid you were gonna get in trouble. Oh yeah, that was that was scary. Well, Leo's, I'm terrified of Leo's apparently. Yeah. My oh my wife God. is a Leo and she's scared. You were funny. She's you not bad like at all. You looked like you were afraid you were going to fall out of your body. I felt like I was <laughs> going to fall out of my body. That was an awful right. feeling. That was yeah. that was the night of the great Oreo debate. Yes, indeed. <gasps> what what was that debate? I feel like. Okay. Let me fill you in. Okay. So. I never, I rarely like get high like rarely rarely rarely. gather around there was quite the debate and it was started by our dear dear friend ben who decided first of all to take a hard stance in saying that a double stuff not that it's superior but that it is like well i think he did start with that it's superior but he was trying to say double stuff is like the the regular, like that, should be the default stuffing amount of Oreos. To which I say nay. Firmly disagree. Firmly. Yeah. Firmly. I feel firmly. like I would disagree too. Yeah. Right. I well, think we did for like two hours. Sometimes it's too much. It's too, too much. much. Yeah. Did it get heated? It got so heated, and mind you, oh, I was not high. That. It was me and Ben <laughs> arguing. I probably had a couple of drinks, but I was not high. Well, I entered the conversation, first of all. Someone has to be the voice of reason, right? So first of all, nay to all of that, right? Like too much stuff right off the get. I don't want it. I don't like it. I'm not okay with double stuff. It's like icky. But also double stuff, like they only do double stuff in the regular flavor. And then you have all these other cool flavors where if you were to do double stuff, gross. Yeah. The mint, the mint wouldn't the be mint double stuff. The mint would be so overpowering. Yeah. The the cream to cookie ratio on a regular Oreo, delightful. Perfect, perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm, I agree. Also good, an Oreo thin. Big fan. Love. Big, Big fan. fan. Big fan. So that's when this asshole tries to say that an Oreo thin is not a cookie, it's a cracker. 
Fuck you can now do you see why I got so mad? Here. Yeah. A cracker. A cracker isn't sweet. What in the ever-loving fuck? Yeah, that doesn't wow. make any sense. No sense at all. The Oreo uh thin mint ones. Oh so good. So the one good. golden Oreos. Oh, Big fan. So good as the, a thin. Oh, the lemon thins. You the know what I've adopted? Those are good. The I've lemon personally ones. adopted. Emily refers to them as diet Oreos. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that art? That two hour it kind of is, though. That Ben and I got into to this day. And it's been, what, three years, four years? He'll still send me randomly, like, double stuff is the superior. Same. And I'm like, yeah. You're so wrong. You, like you're <laughs> no, the wrong. most wrong. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> the most wrong anyone's ever been. To the point where last year at our holiday party, he showed up with double stuffed Oreos for the cookie exchange, just to like oh. and nobody <laughs> ate them. <laughs> no, everyone ate them. Oh, you have to be in the I mood did. for. Du- Listen, I'm not saying they're a bad cookie. I'm saying they I are a, like not it. the default. I am. They're right, not the default. Right. And they got Oreos right the first time. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, right? Like, the they made stuff it is too better much if you frosting. want more. If you want more frosting, you have an option. Now, here's where I would be okay with the introduction of a double stuffed Oreo as like a regular cookie. When you broke them apart, if they equally dispersed frosting on both sides. So, so you could control the frosting. Was the Look, right amount of frosting. I see where you're coming from. But it's still, then the ratio's off. But I, mm. I eat them. I break mine apart anyway. I do you know too. what I do? do I scrape half the middle out. And then I eat this side with half and this side with half. Do you ask your Oreos a question? What do you mean? No. What do you I mean? Don't. Oh, like if on this side, it's that. You get a question and then you twist the Oreo and you assign... <laughs> This I, don't I, have time for that. Oreos apart. I just eat them. I don't have time to ask them a it's question. It's the Oreo I version of a, them in as quickly as possible. It's the Oreo that, version of a cootie catcher. Imagine that's it. That's in a movie. What movie is that in where he breaks the Oreos apart and he just got like a whole thing of Oreos? God, it's in an older Let movie. Let me tell you guys something. My son, uh, some people's kids. I, I, I'm, I watched him eat a Kit Kat the other day. <laughs> he just bit it. Open the raptor, bit it. Didn't break it apart. He didn't break didn't it apart. Didn't eat the top layer off. Didn't eat the what? side layers off. Yeah, just bit into it like a fucking heathen. That's how like I an eat animal. my Oreos. That's how I eat my Oreos. No, not or Oreo. I- Kit Kat. Kit Kat. That's how I eat my Kit Kat. Sometimes I don't even break them apart. <gasps> oh yeah, that's where he got I it from. Can't even how listen how does he eat string cheese because i really think if you don't like cheese bring your cheese he just eats it like cheese he doesn't like cheese oh he doesn't like i really think that people (laughs) who take big chomps out of string cheese okay i bite the the top top off off and then string it (laughs) it it. is easier to string it Yeah, I get more even poles of my string (laughs) with its head removed. It tastes different (laughs) string versus chomp. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Agreed. Yeah, I don't think you could, you're, you're not supposed to just eat string cheese like normal. No, or else they'd call it just cheese. I do eat string cheese sometimes. If I just want like cheese and crackers for dinner, I'll take a piece of string cheese and break it into like six parts and put them on my cracker. 
That is such girl dinner. One hundred percent. Such yeah. Girl. I'm just saying. Like it. Yeah. Other like than that, olive. I string it. Yeah. Get the head off. Because this is America. Mm-hmm. String our cheese. <laughs> when I when I tell you, I audibly gasped when product. I watched Lincoln bite into that Kit Kat. I was like, <gasps> I, I was shocked and appalled. It's like when you see a kid eat a taco and they just like take a bite from the top or something, and you're like, "What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who taught you that?" Lincoln Who eats pizza you? flipped upside down, which apparently is the correct way to eat it. Wait, Listen, what? okay, I'm gonna blow your guys' mind. All right, you're supposed to eat pizza crust, like the bottom up. Shut the fuck up. So that it hits your taste buds first, like the actual flavor. But then your hand is on the top. I'm just saying. But when I saw him do this, did you kick him out of your house? Oh, yeah. No, he's across the street right now. Yeah. Little hitchhiker in a a, a hobo stick. I can kind of see that, though, because I fold my pizza. So does Lex. Eat it it like a reasonable. Yeah. That's and interesting. That's shocking. Why I would you hold it? Too big. That's reasonable, right? Like I've got a big mouth, and sometimes I still need to fold a piece of pizza. Because then it's like a little calzone, thing. and it's delicious. Yeah, I can see holding like a New York oh, style, like a New York style pizza. I could like see a big that. floppy. Yeah, garlic knots. Oh my god, that sounds delicious. You guys think we so got good. email when we were talking about Gaza and Israel? Wait till we just launched all these controversial right? opinions. My I inbox know. is gonna be flooded over the weekend. <laughs> right. Like what people <laughs> is Chicago style better than New York? Let's not do that. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, New York style is <laughs> way better than Chicago style pizza. Agreed. Gas. No. I hard. hate Chicago style pizza. I want pizza. a pizza, not a casserole, and a big dough bowl. Exactly. I With a ton a of Chicago style pizza. Like, what is right, that? Love it. Love it. Mm. Where, did, exactly where have you even is. had Chicago style pizza? Did you have it in Chicago? In Chicago. So, I where? tried it. Where? What? What I have to look up. Well, well, you have, have to look it up. So which means it Christ. wasn't. Pr- pr- what time you know of day what? were you there? We were there, had the water pipes. <laughs> yeah, when? Yeah. <laughs> she should have asked him Jack. Seen. He would have made you pizza. He lo- he's lovely. He's a lovely no. guy, there, Jack. He makes. I, I, I don't like the. I don't like the texture of the style uh, of it. I don't. I don't. You like were at the wrong restaurant. You were Here's the thing. I want to pick up the pizza in my hand. Yes. Shove it in my mouth hole. I want to get it on a fork and I'm going to. That's not pizza. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's a casserole, not a pizza. You guys want to hear something crazy? When I eat pizza, I eat all of the cheese and toppings off first. And then you always eat the crust. You've always done that. What's happening there? People did that in middle school and I thought they just did it because they wanted attention. No, I've done it my whole life. You've always what? done that. They, mm-hmm. they do it because they want attention. <laughs> That's me. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, was like, right, Jack, like, I just want I'm attention. Gonna... Yeah, prima donna Jack. <laughs> Hug, it's not all about you all the time. <laughs> um, I'm glad you said something finally. <laughs> I like, grow up. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> now that my drunk thoughts are, are being spoken. I mean, what are you, two sips in? Yeah, probably like a 
probably like a third of the way done with this high noon. So you're all about to get the real, real for me to get zacked. I can't fucking wait. (laughs) I can't wait either. Oh my God, Aaron, I have to tell you this real quick before we start. So what I... I was just. We already I, started. You started. Before, I mean, like, before we get into our talking for the night. Oh, uh, when I was doing the, uh, when I was entering my part for interference, and I was like commenting on some of the stuff you wrote, I took one of the parts out. I was like, "You can't, Zacher. She's your <laughs> girlfriend." <laughs> I can't wait. Listen, Bird has no it. rules. A- no rules about who she can and can't, Zach. I mean, hey, <laughs> you gotta zack them if you want them to come back. Um, oh. Oh. Well, let's I don't even. Let's do this. Well, I don't know. I'm endearing. I'm endearing. I don't know how else to explain it. Aaron, you're perfect. What pants are you wearing? Oh, I have a, a dinosaur. Oh, dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaur. I want to ask you all this. Do you, do you guys see that um, TikTok thing that's going around where? People ask their husbands, if you had yeah. to land a plane, do you think you could? Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> no. Okay. So almost, but I would every, guy, they all think they almost every guy thinks that if they had to land a commercial airliner in an emergency situation, that they absolutely could. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. What the so fuck my is wrong with men? Guys is, in an emergency situation, do you think you'd land a commercial airliner? Oh, you would you would yes. you would call air traffic control and they would walk you through literally. So Julie does. See, this is what all guys say. I get <laughs> on with air traffic control. No, I think it's a corner having to be I flew helicopters though, so I at least have a little bit of an idea. I do like, believe Julie could after flying I helicopters. Like I could land a commercial airline. Or hi, sweetie. I think <laughs> I think Julie and Jackie could do it. I think I that me and Aaron would be. Full panic attack. Well, no, not if I'm high. I'd be like, I can do this. You see, Aaron, I I, 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 I put the headphones on. I'd be like, is this thing on? I wouldn't be able to reach. I don't even know if there's. I don't even know if there's pedals, but I wouldn't be able to reach them. There, I don't think there's. I don't think there's pedals and on on a. I absolutely do not believe, even for five seconds, that I could land a World War airplane. I'm gonna be too busy looking myself. for pedals. I won't be able to do it. I think I can do it because of all the movies I've watched where they've done it. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, like Air Force One. You know, on I air. love the, air the one with Denzel one. where he lands the plane in the in the did he land in the Hudson? That's it was a that was Tom, Hanks. That's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there's one with Tom Hanks, and they did one with Denzel Washington, and he was all fucked up all the time, and he ended up losing his license over it because they he actually did the emergency landing, but he was fucked up on drugs, and like they tested him for cocaine and alcohol, but he still landed the. It was a true story. You guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Movie? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know yeah. the name of it. That is a great. Movie. All right, so Julie and Aaron believe they could land a commercial airliner. And I me do. and you live on planet reality. Yeah, I could. We're going down hard and fast. <laughs> now, now, yeah. if like to try, if someone told me like you have to try or we're all gonna die, I would absolutely try. But I do not think I could do it. No, same. Yeah, I would probably try. Yeah, without crying though, I don't think I would cry. Oh, I would cry the right, whole totally time. No. 
<laughs> from the minute it was started to the minute you died from the from from getting on the plane before i even knew anything bad was gonna happen <laughs> yeah that i believe yeah oh that believe. that's, that's, that's right oh yeah there's no way you could do it <laughs> i'm just like so scared of flying now and i've been lots of places but guess what i'm gonna go to a fear of flying class oh good for you yeah what are they? Do they put you in like good. a simulator? No, they do it at SFO. Oh, and then you actually finish the class, like doing a little flight, like with a therapist on board. Wow, good for you! Thanks. That's and I'm amazing. not always, but like I've always been kind of a nervous flyer. But I've flown many places. Like I've gone to New York. I've gone to Florida. Like, um, but you now just hate, you like, just hate it. But well, I've just I've since COVID. Like I haven't been on a plane since COVID, so I'm even more terrified now. Yeah. And then my anxiety was so much worse that I was like, well, I'll probably just die. <laughs> it's been a little better recently. <laughs> that's awesome. But like, what's that's the worst cool thing you're that taking happens? a class for it, though? See, the worst thing that happens is that you die. And I know you're like, well, then fuck it, you're dead. But that's not, <laughs> we don't operate in the same headspace, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah. false. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, if that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. No. <laughs> well, there's nobody. There's no way of knowing before. Oh no, no. There's right. no way of knowing before. You don't know until like it's actually like it's just you're. Well, and I know you know all the statistics. You're safer yeah. in an airplane than driving a car. Like I know. I, don't know. I just don't concern myself about stuff I have zero control over. Just oh, I concern. I give so much concern to the things. How, I don't know how you people function in like the real it's world. Exhaust. Not easy. I didn't get anything done. Medication. Alert, it's not easy. Yeah. Medication, canceling plans. Those are two big ones. A lot of nervous sweating. A lot of nervous sweating. A lot of diarrhea. I don't know. Turbulence doesn't even bother me. Cause I understand just the air pressure going through the leg. It's just changing air pressure in the engines. Like it's not a big deal. The bigger the plane, the better. It'll break the turbulence yeah. easier. Well, I'm okay with flying. That's one thing my anxiety I'm proud of you, though, Stace. That's dead. a big step to, like, that's willingly really take cool. on something you're afraid yes, of yeah. without being forced into it. You, that's that's great. You should be really proud of yourself. Hey, When's your class? Don't be too proud. I haven't signed up yet. They just <laughs> oh. started. Well, no. They just started back up again. Like, after COVID, they're, like, uh, they're like a nonprofit. And so took them a while to, like, you know. Sure. You're probably going to get on there when you do the stuff with the therapist and be like, people are going to be really freaked out. You're going to be like, I'm not that fucking bad. Like, I'm not so funny. It's funny the things that trigger your anxiety because I have such a fear of dying. And, um, and sometimes the smallest things, like when my anxiety was at its height, I remember like almost having a panic attack in my car in a car wash. Cause I was like, I can't get out like of the car wash. And now my brain is like, but you can, because you know what? You just drive forward. Yeah. Like just wait till the yeah. thing's not in front of you. And then you could make a little escape if you needed to, yeah. you know, like my brain thinks that way. I was nervous one bit the last two surgeries I had. I mean, like you get a little anxious when you're sitting in the room, but I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> About to have a really good nap. That's how I always look I at it. Like, I feel like a real so good much of it of like, is like the build up to it. Now I'll be honest. I have like, I I'm terrified of bridges bridges i yeah. get like my heart yeah. starts palpitating and like i i like neck starts sweating and stuff i don't like being on them i don't like being stuck on them i don't like being in traffic on them i will drive closest to the middle of bridges i can't like i i 
hate bridges. Um, I used to like feel like I couldn't breathe when I was younger, but living in Washington for a few years kind of cured me of it. Not cured me, but like made it easier. Or you're exposed to it. desensitized you to it. Yeah. But like, I get it. I get it. Cause it's, it's almost enough that I'll find any reason to like not have to drive on a bridge, but we live in the Bay area. So it's like, if I've got to go to SFO or like Oakland or literally fucking anywhere, you're you're either going over or under. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what's worse. Over. Um, I I think under actually. I started to get really nervous on BART in the trans Bay too, because so many times I've had to go to the city, the train, like not our train, but another one has gotten stuck in the tube and I'm like that'd be the uh, time. So I've just been driving now yeah I hate going bridge, and I'll tell you what the bridge that fucks me up the most is the one that when you go around the back end of SFO the uh San Mateo bridge oh the San Mateo bridge no the real tall one the one where you start like on the water San Mateo San, yeah, Mateo. The San Mateo bridge <gasps> really See well, that one? My, my neck's like getting hot thinking about it. Like yeah. I, I gotta look at this. No, bridge. you're all red. It, that well, it's because I think they I'm don't build that. it that they build it so you, it, most bridges have like the you thing that goes up. You are getting red. I know. Most bridges build the thing <laughs> that goes up for ships to go by. They just built this tall enough for ships to go yeah. under. And when wind gusts hit when I'm driving on it, like it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all the things for somebody, I, I have so... white knuckled my way across that bridge many times. Okay. You know what you would have hated? You know how the Bay Bridge has all the like seams where it's oh, like, you know, oh, that's a there. long bridge. My the dad, bridge. To, I think my dad was full of shit because there's one of those seams like every, you know, however many hundred feet. But every time we went across it, he'd be like, he'd talk about the like 1989 earthquake and he'd be like, it collapsed right here. And like, as we went over one of the bumps, oh. fun yeah. joke. jokester (laughs) but i do better if i'm driving if someone else is driving i i the san mateo bridge why would they corner it like that why not make it shorter and do a straight shot i don't know julie it's not it's poor design (laughs) i hate it it so much well if you go like straight at not any height for such a long time over the water and Mm -hmm. then you Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. love such a weird like turn right well and here's what sucks when you're driving along you can see it like this you can see this part of it coming so like it's straight up like this you're just like see i don't i don't want to talk about it i think the antioch bridge is worse i think the antioch Antioch bridge Bridge is like and it's narrow and i like the antioch i don't have to go over that though nearly as often as i do the san mateo bridge yeah that's fair so yeah the Antioch Bridge. It's so short. You no, it's so tall. It goes like straight up. It's the wind at the top of those damn bridges. <clears throat> and I don't even think it's the bridge itself that freaks me out. What freaks me out when I'm driving on it is if someone were to hit me mm-hmm. or break down or whatever, being stuck at one of those. Oh, that sounds terrible. Right. I think it's the actual fear of being stuck on the bridge or somebody else doing something stupid and pushing me off. Right. You guys are so cute. Huh? <laughs> I was being vulnerable. You don't need to be a dick. I was sharing. You guys you never know, think that I like have anxiety I over like, anything. I, was I love hearing about <laughs> stuff that makes you anxious because you're always like, that doesn't bother me. That's never yeah. going to happen. Or like, that's it ridiculous. Human. Yeah. So the fact that you're like this bridge, I'm oh. like, yes. You just like <laughs> us, Julie. Yeah. You're human. It's just like us. <laughs> All right. Jesus.
So <clears throat> um, wanted to take tonight to talk about, since we're kind of heating up into the contest now, even though it's a year away, elections seem to start earlier and earlier and earlier every year, sucking the life out of fucking everyone. <laughs> um, Dean Phillips is running against, he's primarying Joe Biden. And um, a, a lot of people had never heard of Dean Phillips until he decided to primary Joe Biden. Um, pretty sure no one outside of Minnesota has ever heard of it. Right. And so I think I had like the knee jerk reaction to him. Like most people do like, Oh my okay. God, you're this is going to be a stupid question, but other people might have the question. So I'm not just going to Google it. What do you mean? Primary him. Stacey, you want to answer or do you want me to? Yeah. So in a, in a presidential election, which we'll be going into the parties are going or to have Senate or, a or Senate or whatever, but, but for this, for the sake of this conversation, right. The presidential election, there's going to be, the parties are going to have primaries in each. It's basically like a mini election to try and figure out who the party's nomination is going to be. Yep. So they have primaries or, um, so what do you mean? He's going to primary. So him? he's going to run. So you don't automatically have a nominee, right? So you right. have these little mini elections that are going to take place that really serve to inform the delegates on how to vote at their convention. Do you know what, do you know what a delegate is, Joel? <laughs> and I'm not asking to be an asshole. Okay, so They're, how the we people get, voting? How we well, people voting at the conventions? How we okay. get how we get our two main people that like face off against the bosses face right. off against each other as right. delegates vote like. A group of so there's people assigned as delegates and they ba they vote based off of how the majority votes. They're supposed to. They're supposed to. Right. They're supposed right. To. That's the so flaw in the system. You need a certain amount of delegates to win the your party's nomination, nomination. to go on and run for president. So right. what the primary okay. is is you have people competing to win those delegates to run for actual president so so he's going Democrats against joe biden in yes. the primary nikki haley ron DeSantis, trump they're all going against each other right now for the republican like, out for the republican for them to figure out what republicans going to run against what democrat right yes. exactly I got but it. historically and traditionally the incumbent president yeah, the sitting president their, doesn't their have party a does not primary them right everyone says you're the sitting president go it's yours. Oh, so, but he's going against Biden probably because he's old. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly why. Yeah. So, although he didn't say that, he wouldn't could say that. But could Kamala, Kamala Harris can't run against him because she's his, vi his, his vice president. Well, because she's running with him again. They're for, on the same ticket. Yeah, if she wasn't ticket. running with him again on the same ballot or whatever together, then she could run against him. She could absolutely say, I'm not going to be your vice president and i'm going to run against you mm -hmm. she might lose voters that way though Well, she's she not going does. to it's just not how things right. are yeah. done yeah yeah okay so that's and we're talking that's not a written rule we're talking about practices and long-standing tradition but and then like, too when if if biden wins again and when his four years is up if he makes it that long i mean obviously biden's getting older then she she would basically have his endorsement then to right. run for that's president how it works. In, yeah, in four years that's usually how it works so, the, so he's going up against biden for the primary democratic vote yes okay yeah. thank you so, for explaining that yeah mm -hmm. um 
And it's not a stupid question. It's not a lot of people know that kind of stuff. Like you have to be paying kind of close attention to understand how it all works. So it's actually a good question. Um, So he's running against him. And my knee jerk reaction was, oh, fuck, another third party is going to split the Democratic vote, you know, yada, yada, yada. Just Mm. same way Joe Manchin coming out, running as a no labels, independent, like, it just, it's irritating because, listen, I don't like the two party system. I don't. I I think we need more options in this country. But two parties is what we have right now. So, Mm. like, it's really frustrating to see these third options pop up because it pulls votes away. Because even though Joe Biden won by the popular vote by like whatever 5 million votes or whatever it was 3 million votes he only won the electoral college by like 40,000 votes so mm-hmm. if these like oh. third party candidates pull enough votes away it it swings elections it just does it, and it's hard because they're not viable enough to pull away enough votes to actually have one of their nominees win it's just enough to fuck up the results mm-hmm. yeah for the two main parties so you're saying because if somebody votes for this guy and biden wins anyways then they m- might just not vote at all because right. they're not going to vote for biden because you would think somebody they go for a third for- party candidate Marianne right. williamson or whoever like oh i see what you're saying joe manchin it, it he he his his it loses steam mm-hmm. his, yeah well and if you're going to historically if you're going to run against someone and primary them or run against someone in period you have to bring up the things that you don't like about them it the reason that nobody runs against sitting presidents uh, in their party is because you don't want to challenge the things that they've been doing and weaken them or weaken the, the party election and we can you don't party. want to make it look like That's they're shitty. the foundation mm-hmm. That's a good point, because then Dum Dum could use those same fucking things against him. Maybe something that his yep. team didn't even think about fighting against, yep. or or somebody could say something bad about him, and that take traction. Yep. And then the Republican Party use that against him, say like, "Oh well, that that really hit hard. That's fucked up. He shouldn't be having to do that." Well, here's the thing. I agree. That was my initial reaction, and then I listened to him, and then I read more about him, and. But not everybody's going to do that. Here's the thing about Dean Phillips. And Aaron, you listened to this episode, so you can jump in and tell me if you heard something different or feel differently or whatever about what he was displaying. He was really articulate because the the Pod Save America guys, the interview we're talking about, they pressed him really hard. Like, why are you doing this? What, you know, what, why is it worth risking splitting the Democratic Party between, you know, you and Joe Biden? Why are you even running against him? Yada, yada, yada. And he brought up some really good points. He he said, number one, he's not actually running against Joe Biden. He has voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time. He's a, he's a sitting House of Representatives. So he has voted with him always. He supports his policies. He thinks he's done a great job as president. He supports Joe Biden. The reason he's running, so he says, okay, and we're going to go based on best case scenario that we're taking him at face value and we're believing what he says. Let's Let's start with that baseline, okay? He says it because Joe Biden, he he's running against him because Joe Biden is old and anything could happen between now and the general election. And if nobody else has their like foot in the door, what's going to end up happening? Marianne Williamson or Marianne Williamson, whatever the fuck her name is, would end up being our party's nominee. 
like because she's the only other one running against him even though she's she's a different character altogether but so he's trying to get in there and push like listen if it ends up being that he's overwhelming overwhelmingly the popular choice i'll back off and i'll support him and i'll get behind him and i'll campaign for him he campaigned for him last time but he's saying but if something goes wrong in the next year because joe biden is going to be 82 years old someone is there then to that's been preparing that's been planning that has been researching these things to be able to step in and be the party's nominee because his biggest reason what he says is Trump being president again, again, is more terrifying for this country than pissing off Joe Biden and the Democrats. He, Trump is such a threat, an existential threat to democracy, to this country, to everything that's going to happen. He's willing to take the heat and the anger and all of these things instead of allowing that to happen again. And he said, he called Gretchen Whitmer. He, he called uh, Gavin Newsom. He called all these Democrats asking them, run. You are more popular than me. People know who you are. Run. So we have somebody else out there. But because of tradition and history, no one would do it. So he finally said, fuck it. I'll do it myself. So I walked away from that interview being like, you know what? I don't hate him. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I agree with a lot of his policy positions. He's younger. He's in his 50s. He has a gay daughter for whatever that's worth. Like he... His mom, he was raised by a single tell her, mom. Tell her to buy Aaron's book. He was raised by a single <laughs> mom. And he talks about, but his mom married an incredibly wealthy man who owned a distillery. And they they were big in the distillery industry. And because of that, he went from growing up really, really poor to all of a sudden having all of this wealth and privilege. And he thinks what he says, that should be possible for everyone. And he he has made it his like life's mission since then to make sure that like privilege gets spread around and it's not just isolated at the top. So he says everything right. Um, I wish our system was different because I actually like him. I would like to see how he would perform on a national stage. I would like it to be not running against someone like Trump. I would like all of these things because this could be a way to actually change how this, because let's face it, like, let's be honest. Let's be really, really honest for a second. Not a lot of Democrats are thrilled about Joe Biden running again. There's right. just not a lot. It's just, it's just because yet his it's age, it, it, he, you can visually see it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, he's it's doing a great job. He's done it. He's been a good president. He's yeah. done a great job as president and is on or it's an and. He's too old to run. And uh, why is a he lot of us thought that? he was on the high end to be running the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why is he really doing dry. that? Well, it is frustrating because he also was, I'm doing this for one term. Mm-hmm, I'm doing this for right. one term. So it's like for the longest time until he said he was running, it was sort of like, come on, bro, pull the trigger. Like, what are you doing? Because Maybe people think that, or maybe he, his administration just thinks he's the only one that has the possibility of beating Trump. Well, I can't believe Trump more is such more, a fucking... Well, it's the, and like, this guy, options. Phillips, he, he talks about the fact that uh, polls right now, numbers show, da-da-da, that Joe Biden doesn't win against Trump. Mm-hmm. So his but, whole thing is, that's scary, 
we need to fucking be prepared for this. I mean, essentially. To be fair, like, to give everyone some context, polls a year out of an election are not reliable. And the reason and, is and they did not say a ton that, of people they, are paying attention. The people who are actually going to go vote, not a ton of them are paying attention yet. And they're they're pissed. They're pissed that their dollar isn't going as far. They're pissed yes. at gas prices. They're pissed at all kinds of stuff right now. A year out is difficult to Right. And they say that. And I'm just yeah. saying, but. And and Dean Phillips acknowledges that as well, but it's the idea that this is this is scary. This and when you know Joe Biden's entire plan to run was for the to save the soul of our country, and Dean's like he has not saved the soul of our country. Like we need to start thinking about you know, how to unite the country again and bipartisan, you know, being bipartisan and being able to agree on things. And, and, uh, he talked about, um, the part when he was talking about, I lost the plot. He's part I, of the problem the solvers plot. caucus. Is that yeah. what you're yeah. He's part I mean, of the maybe, problem solvers remember. caucus, which is a bipartisan group of Republicans and Democrats in the house yes. that try to yeah. work together to get major issues passed that they put their like party politics aside and try to get things done thank you why doesn't like fucking michelle obama or something run because she hates politics here's the thing she's so done being in the white house yeah here's the thing joe biden i i understand it as a human being he wanted to get a lot of things done in his administration and he hasn't finished all of them he has he has objectively gotten he's had a very successful presidency he really has on any scale, any measure, he has been very successful. The the um, Inflation Reduction Act, hugely successful. Pulling our trip troops out of the Middle East, whether or not you like how it went down, was successful. He got us out of the war. He is he actually has started to reduce inflation. He's also on the back end of COVID. Like the, he has yeah. been successful. So I understand as a person thinking, I'm not done yet. There are still things I want to do. And like it or not. There is a tremendous amount of ego that is baked into every single politician. There has to be because they have to be resilient to the attacks and the hate that they get. So they have to already have an opinion about themselves that supersedes what the public says about them and and what what they're willing to throw at them. But that ego gets in the way sometimes about what's actually best. And I don't I think Joe Biden thinks you guys don't know what you're talking about. I've been here for, I've been in the Senate. I've been in Washington for 50 years. I know what's best for you. You're just going to have to trust me. Unfortunately for him, that shit don't work on Gen Z. Mm-mm. They don't fucking trust anybody because they've seen their entire world blowing up around them all of the time. That shit doesn't work out. It's not working great on, on uh, people of color. Like it's, it's not working because People, there's no affordable housing for them. There, it's our generation. It's damn near impossible to buy a fucking house. Um, student yeah. loan debt is absolutely has a stranglehold on our fucking generation. 
the, the United States government makes $3 trillion a year off the backs of student loan interest rates, $3 trillion a year. You've got the Republican Party that blocks every fundamental piece of legislation that passes through or that we try to pass through. Roe versus Wade was overturned. People are, are paying triple the price for groceries that they were three years ago. So it doesn't matter. The soul of the country, that argument only takes you so far when people don't know how they're going to feed their families in a week. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to sit on like your pedestal up in Washington and say, but you don't understand this is the right thing to do. People don't fucking care about that. They want results. I mean, people care about it, but it doesn't supersede survival. Right. And people are, are feeling like they, there's nothing they can do to survive. It's not normal to work two or three jobs to be able to pay your rent. It's not fucking normal to, to have to weigh out if you should go to the hospital because of healthcare costs. It's not normal to be paying your government thousands of dollars a month back on student loans that have created a, a, a more intelligent nation for their workforce. That shit isn't normal. And so th the idea of soul of the nation is kind of hard to swallow when you also see how we behave in different parts of the world, this Gaza, Israel, absolute clusterfuck and Joe Biden's role in it isn't helping him either. The whole soul of like the right thing to do isn't even on his side anyway, because I understand why he's publicly embraced Netanyahu and privately tried to push back against, you know, getting a ceasefire, getting aid to Gaza. But that's not what Gen Z is seeing. Gen Z is seeing TikTok, where Palestinians are, are live streaming what is happening to them in Gaza. They're watching an entire population be massacred. There's just not a better word, be fucking massacred. So to try and marry what they're seeing with their own eyes to this 30,000 foot view of politics and these global leaders and how you have to stroke egos and kiss ass so that you don't upset Bibi Netanyahu to get something done, they're not fucking going for it. So, it, and that's where I think beyond just being 82 and you never know what's gonna happen with like a heart attack or a stroke or like whatever, he doesn't understand how the world works anymore. And that's what I mean when I say he's too old. He, he doesn't, he doesn't get it anymore. That shit may have worked 50 years ago. Dean Phillips was three years old when Biden was elected into office. Three. That's how long he's fucking been wow. there. Wow. So it's not that I don't think Biden's a good person and a good president. He's, he just doesn't get it anymore. He just doesn't fucking get it. And that is going to be his biggest downfall, in my opinion. And Trump, for all of his uh, crimes, misdemeanors, fucking treachery, uh, treason, all of it, it doesn't matter because the people who support him believe him. They fucking believe Jax, him. Jax, you're scaring me. We're going to end up with fucking Trump? I don't know. Like what the? It's too fuck? early to say either way. I'm saying he, he can't. If he goes it. another four years, he can't go. That's max. He's done after that, right? I don't think he'll leave office. I mean, he won't leave. Yeah, like Liz but, but Cheney. I mean, Liz Cheney in that book. In Liz Cheney's new book, she flat out said, and Liz Cheney's not one for like 
hyperbole or like the sky is falling antics. She's not. She said, if Trump is reelected, he will become a dictator, not leave office. Oh, and I'm not, I'm paraphrasing. Those weren't her exact words, but that is what she said. What the fuck? Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know how to fix it. So that's why. Somebody else has to run. Well, Dean Phillips feels the same way. I'll do it. (laughs) Yes. Like somebody that could actually win. Oh, yeah. Listen, end up with fucking Trump. I'd vote for me. I'd vote for you too. I'd I don't know you. that we're going to end and up. You have at least you. four votes. Listen, <laughs> listen <laughs> a, a year, a year in the political world is a long, is a long, long time. time. Especially you know, in a Trump may not be alive. He lives on fucking McDonald's and Diet Coke. Like he, no, that motherfucker is going to live forever. He may be in jail. Like. A year in the political world is a long time. Biden, God forbid, something could happen to him and we will have Dean Phillips. Like, a year is a long fucking time. Remember what you were doing a year ago right now. That's true. Probably so. I'm saying, be. this is why we need to pay attention to what's going on, though. And and be actively involved and actively participating. It's the reason we end up in these situations is because people don't pay attention until like August of next year, September, when they're thinking about voting. They haven't paid attention to anything else that's going on. So we just, which is why I know people are tired of fucking hearing about like the presidential election because it's year out, but we have to start talking about it now. We have to start bringing it up in conversations. We have to decide what we're going to do. Yeah, you're right. If it ends up being the final two in that fucking debate at the end of the year, and it's, it's, well, it's Biden and Trump, Mm -hmm. Trump is going to verbally destroy Joe Biden. I guarantee you he won't do it. Yeah, he won't do it. He's not doing any of the other debates. I thought they had to. No, they don't have to. They don't have to do anything. He'll just say, no, I'm not doing it? Yeah. Yeah. What a (laughs) exactly what he said. Yeah. He's doing it now. He won't even debate people in his own party. Yeah. They're all debating without him. Because he's too fucking stupid to answer any of their questions with a good answer. All his answers get used against him because they're either lies or they're fucking false. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, that's all his party anyway. That's everybody's running against him is lies or false too. So he's just he just won't debate. He's just not gonna do it. He doesn't have to. He has enough support. He has solidified his support already. It doesn't matter. He. Let me tell you something. If you are not on the Trump train yet, you're not going to jump on it because you listen to him in a fucking debate. Like that's not <laughs> right. It's not happen. convincing anyone. So the, the only thing that's going to happen is harm him. So he's not going to do it. Trump, for all of his faults, he's very media savvy. He understands yeah. how to fucking work the media. He does. So he's not going to do anything that is is going to blatantly put him in. Like where people are going to be writing pants on fire, pants on fire, pants on fire. Pants, like he's just not going to do it. The people who are voting for him are voting for him. Yeah. My stomach just got really upset thinking about him as a dictator. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It should. Like you think things are expensive now. <laughs> Reminds me of like when Biff is in charge and back to the future too. <laughs> like. He wishes God. he was Biff. I mean, but like, you remember it was just like the Biff Casino? Yes. Biff. Like, Biff everything. 
Uh, you know, everything around it's shit, but it's just this Trump fucking casino, and that's what he's turned the White House into. And it's just like a lot of, a lot of like Doberman pinchers just walking around. I can't <laughs> handle this vision I have. I don't this man like has it. 91 felony charges. 91, Ugh. and no one cares. So wild. Not a, not a single Trumper. The, the part cares about law and order. And, and wanting to throw people in jail for stealing fucking medicine for their kids for 20 years or take them out back and shot or, or the people who are escaping Honduras because of, of gang violence, those people need to be locked up for the rest of their lives or we should just put a bullet in them. But Trump, who has 91 felonies, couldn't, they couldn't care less. Yeah. Could not care less. Fucking cold. He's appealed to dumb America. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. He's got, and it shows how fucking stupid. I don't even know the if it's necessarily. Is. I don't even know. I mean, I do think they're dumb, but I also think they're susceptible. Like, that's the problem. It's because I think there are some smart people that actually are Trumpers, and they're because they're fucking susceptible to his bullshit. Like, like they're the ones that believe in, they believe in Sky Daddy. That's. Those are the ones that believe in Sky Daddy. I don't even think it's that. I think anger is easier to peddle than than hope. <clears throat> and it's easy to get people angry. And what what makes you on someone's side more than when you hate the same people? And they have found a common enemy in liberal America and Democrats. And so they'll tell you point blank, well, I don't agree with everything he says, but I still want him in charge. Like, they'll tell you that. They know. They know. They just don't care. They don't care because they share the same anger for the same people. That's what it is. They're not like, they don't think Trump's going to make their life better. None right. of them think that. They just don't want, that. they care more about women that they've never met not being able to have an abortion. They care more about their guns. They care more about being able to, I don't know, fucking burn tires in, in a river of drinking water. Like if it's cheaper for their company to do so, like they care more about profit and their personal gain because they have been raised on rugged individualism and the rest of us are bleeding in what, what's mind blowing to me is this isn't the first time in history this has happened. The problem with our, our society is we refuse to look at history. L look at, you can look at the Mongolians when they were conquering the world, okay? When the Mongolians were conquering the world and you had Genghis Khan, who by the way, is responsible for like 10% of the entire male population on the fucking planet. Um, if you look at Genghis Khan, that rugged individualism, they thought they were fucking entitled to be in charge of everybody. They thought they were entitled to own people, to own land, to own crops. When, when we colonized what is now the United States of America, we showed up here and, and saw these vast villages of people who have already cultivated farms and families and, and entire civilizations for 10,000 years. But because we thought Sky Daddy had ordained us to manifest destiny and said, no, go out into the, the West and, and conquer the world, that entitled us to murder and, and massacre and raping and pillaging and, and absolutely unchecked terrorism because a group of people thought they were entitled. This is not new. 
It's not fucking new. The only difference is the other side actually has a platform now to push back. And it's not all ruled by guns and violence and, and bloodshed. We can actually make our voices heard. But these people falling, quote unquote, for this, it's they're not falling for anything. It's who they are. It's how they're wired. They're predisposed to this. Uh, we have talked on here, book after book after book, about psychologists that have examined the conservative mind. These are the values that they hold dear. If they had to pick between protecting their one child and 10,000 people in China being murdered with a push of a button, they would pick the 10,000 people being murdered. They don't care. It is who they are. And we have to stop trying to convince them to be different and figure out how we're going to exist in society with them. Because up until now, these people have conquered the world. We exist in America because of these people. So he's appealed to the racists and the bigots. Yes. Fantastic. That's exactly yeah. what it is. But that what I'm trying to say is everyone keeps acting like it's new. It's not. It has existed since the dawn of fucking time, since we figured out gunpowder and, and battering rams and, and swords. These people have existed. We've just never had the opportunity to beat them. There's a reason history books are only written by the winners. That's Did you favorite. see that flash over Julie's face? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the eyebrows went yeah, that was oh, a good one. That but was... I, I guess I, we just have to stop being so shocked by it. Stop being shocked. This, this oh, is I'm not shocked. Is. No, I'm just not you oh. personally. Like in oh, general. I thought that was all aimed at me. I was like, no, they're, they're not stupid. This is what they want. <laughs> it's what they want. They think they are more deserving. You can hear it when they talk to us. Everything they say about Democrats, you're lazy. You don't work. You want free handouts. You don't want anything. They're the ones who are working. They're the ones who are breaking their backs. They're the ones who are doing everything for this country. And the rest of us are just a bunch of useless fucking people sucking at the teat of our country that they think that Ugh. Ugh. i don't like them well, we gotta get out and vote we do have to exist with them we're screwed <laughs> and that's also right like democrats are always that we're like we'll exist with you and we'll figure out a way to survive and coexist and then the second they get into power they're like get rid of them all off with their heads yep yeah, Man. but that's why I don't buy into the narrative of, oh, I'm just going to move to Canada. No, fuck that. They don't get to have this country. Right. They don't get to win. No. Yeah. I didn't fight for the fucking military for, to hand it over to them. They don't get to have this country just because we're a bunch of fucking empathetic assholes. And if no. I move to a different country, it's going to be tropical. <laughs> not Canada. Sure, it's just not going to be the snow. <laughs> Tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tropical. Yeah. <laughs> But I just, I, when you, when you see now that people are leaving America in droves, it just makes me so sad because it's like, stay and fight, stay and fight because this isn't going to be isolated at our borders. If you think this type of mentality isn't going to spread worldwide, it already is. You Look at the Boris Johnsons and the, you see it in Germany, yeah. you see it in England, you see it in Hungary right now. Like the conservative, like right wing establishment of the world is pushing back. Because yeah. we've swung too far left too quickly for them. So now they're pushing back. And the only thing they're wired to do is through fucking violence. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous. So if you move somewhere else, it's going to show up on your doorstep too. It's just a matter of fucking time.
Right. That was fun. Oh, God. (laughs) Maybe I should have been drinking. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's okay. I kind of just want some Taco Bell or something. I'm like real sad. <laughs> I don't know if that's just from the topic. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I think my edibles kicking in. I guess my <laughs> to wrap it up with something positive. Maybe I'll end it on a positive note. Aww. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We we have to stop thinking that a certain amount of us talking to them is going to change your mind. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to change your mind. The only We're thing that we positive. can do. Huh? Where's the positive part? (laughs) The only thing that we can do is continue to exist and fight and vote. That's it. And I know the system's not perfect and I know it feels overwhelming and I know it feels fucking broken, but it's what we have. Mm -hmm. And and, And it's a lot better than a lot of people have. It's a lot better than a lot of places. So instead of trying to figure out how we're going to outmaneuver them, the only way we outmaneuver them is by beating them and beating them in the ballot box. And and we totally can simply by showing up. Simply by showing up. Yes. And voting for people, even though like, listen, I get it. I, we have said on here a million times, Joe Biden was my fifth choice. Fifth. Okay. Fifth. But you know, what's going to happen on uh, next super Tuesday in November. If it's him and Trump on the ballot, I'm going to walk my happy. Well, actually I'm in California. So I'm going to mail my ballot in to to the fucking register's office. And I'm going to cast my vote for Joe Biden because don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Like you cannot wait for perfection to get involved. You can't. You just fucking can't. Yeah. Word. Same. What are you guys obsessed with this week? We gotta do space corner. Oh, sorry. Space corner. All right, Joel. Jeez. I'm gonna show you the pictures that Heather sent us. She wanted to hear your live reaction. Okay, so for those that listen. Um, Heather has been on this podcast before and I would not call her like frivolous in mind. Like if she's not just going to be sending us like a shadow and being like, I saw Bigfoot. Like that's not who Heather is as a person. So she sent me these pictures and she wanted me to show Julie because she was in Hawaii and she had a long angle lens and they were like laying out um, her and her girlfriend looking at the stars. And so they saw a satellite, which is right here looks very much like a satellite right flat Mm -hmm. whatever could be space link but it's probably a uh, satellite Mm -hmm. and then she kept taking pictures of the night sky and then what started showing up were not flat images anymore on her lens they were squiggly Nice. I wish Julie everyone could face. see Julie's face right now. And with dimension to them. What is that? So for those that have seen Space Link, it's usually a blue light. It's flat and it has several lights attached to it. It this, almost looks like a train. That is not in that. The sky. It's up in the sky. See? What is that? Okay. It looks like a space snake. Looks like a space yes, snake. But here's the crazy thing. It was like turning that's not this that's not the star that's not the starlink thing yeah starlink here's the crazy thing so she's sitting there talking to her girlfriend and they're trying to figure out what it is and they talk here's another one it's curved in this one it's moving yeah it's like spinning right it's not a fixed structure at all right 
but it's also not a satellite because we all know what satellites look like at this point. So here's the crazy thing. So they're sitting there talking about it, trying to figure out like, what is that? That's so weird looking at it. And then it, it just Astro You should send it to Astro Alexandra. And then it just disappears. Like they heard them. That is fucking like, oh, well, like they knew somebody saw them. Yeah. Just disappeared. It was, a, it was like a reconnaissance team. I have to ask you guys when you're picturing. I hope they were swinging by to pick me up, guys, because I am. I am. I do. They look. And when you picture this, do you picture little green guys? Because I do. I'm going like, they saw us. (laughs) Yeah. We all we all have that image of aliens because that's what we've all seen on TV. We've been drunk. You have no fucking idea. When we find out what they actually look like, we're gonna be so disappointed. So what do you think, Joel? Do you think they're? <clears throat> I I think that was probably some, something extraterrestrial, but I'm always going to believe that because I want to. Like, that is definitely <laughs> that sounds like the start of a show. I I was kind of <laughs> like uh, until the squiggly one. The squiggly one is what really got me. Well, then what's that behind it? That's what I'm saying. It's like an orb. <laughs> that is really fucking cool. I'm jealous. Yeah. You should send those to Astro Alexandra Jax. And, and it's way zoomed in. Like I zoomed in way. See, like, can you see the bright light from here? Like you have to like zoom in. It's that little dot. You have to way zoom in to see it. Oh, that's so, so it's fucking not like a... cool. Yeah. <laughs> that yep. is fucking cool. So I promised her I would show you live. So she could hear your reaction. My reaction it. was worth it. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be curious to take the telescope out, not just like when there's a lunar moon or something, and just look around. Because I wonder if you'd see shit like that that then just disappears. We you saw know? Starlink the other night. I saw Starlink when we were in South Car- or North Carolina. Everybody was like, what is that? I'm like, don't get too fucking excited. It's Starlink. Well, that's how I know it was. That's how I know it was not because calm yourselves. Here's here's what Starlink looks like. This is outside our house. It looks like a satellite train. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's blue. It's blue. Mm -hmm. So what Heather saw was not that. No, that's completely different. Completely different. It's thicker. It's white, and it squiggles. Yeah. It's almost like somebody took, it's almost like you took a, a picture of a black screen and ran your finger over it, like yeah. erased part of it. Yeah. And probably, she probably did see something. We're fucking retarded if we don't think there's so shit like that out there. You can't say that anymore. You can't say the R word, man. We're, we're. Uh, ignorant. Ignorant. There you go. I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. If we don't believe that there's other things like that out there. I know. I I fully believe in aliens. I have to. Humans think we're so fucking special that there's all kinds of like special stuff. Like we're the only things that exist. And we're like, get out of here. We're the only You guys, I can't deal with this tonight. Okay. So listen to this. Okay. So, so my space corner. (laughs) By 2040, I don't know if I've told you guys this before. But by 2040, uh, NASA wants to have some type of permanent structure on the moon to mm-hmm. for people to go up there and work for like months or possibly years or whatever. So they're trying to figure out how to 
have a structure up there. I bet you the Wi-Fi is going to suck. So, <laughs> now it's fucking Starlink, it might not. <laughs> so, there's a few ways to get a structure up there. You can fly a structure up there. Mm-hmm. You can b- bring building materials to uh, build a structure up there. NASA is bringing a gigantic 3D printer up there. Oh, smart. And Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to build it out of. And guess what they're going to build it out of? Moon dust. They're going to make moon concrete while they're up there and do it. Are you, can we get Flint, Michigan clean drinking water before we build freaking complexes out of moon dust? The problem is, Jesus Christ. The problem is, all of the Apollo missions, 11, 11, 12, and 17, the astronauts that have gone to the moon have always gotten sick from the moon dust. It's made them violently sure. ill from the moon dust. Yeah, stop starting so, the moon dust. So they're trying to figure <laughs> out how hey. to build this structure out of moon. It's because of lack of erosion up there. So what they're trying to do is figure out how to make it out of moon dust without making everybody sick. But again, Flint, Michigan still needs clean drinking water. They'll figure that out too. But going to the moon's important too. It's been years. Years. I don't, I don't don't disagree. I'm saying, can we not do two things at once? Can we get them clean drinking water and can we make moon dust hotel? Put that on the list. Moon dust hotel. I mean, come on. Make it moon dust. Like, uh, I feel like I love that um, moon dust motel. Yeah, I need a for a donut. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're gonna have anybody to bond out up there. How many might? I don't know. Like a few. <laughs> oh, and moon prison. Moon prison. Get high on moon dust. Oh, that's yeah. actually they should build a prison. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna need like, it. Guantanamo. People are gonna go. People are gonna go crazy in the moon bad. dust. Yeah. <laughs> gonna wind up in the moon dust penitentiary. <laughs> I feel like it's like it's got a Vegas flair, though, right? The moon dust. I would intentionally commit a crime that would send me to the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that crime would be. Like, I don't know. I'd sell all the drugs. It's either really oh, bad gosh. or it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe you're making moon rocks. <laughs> yeah. Moon <Butter>. crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making moon rocks. <laughs> I'm funny. funny. I'm here all week. Yeah. <laughs> you should be here yeah i know i'm so sad so i really sad. am like i i just like all right we got to get through obsessed with stacy what are you obsessed with you can okay. cry later <laughs> my new obsession is cameo's newest star george santos <laughs> 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 fucking anything for $400. And if I had $400 extra dollars, that's what you guys would be getting for Christmas. <laughs> oh my God, please. I would it's love that. So funny. And my favorite part, like I've sent you guys a couple of them. They're just hilarious. My favorite part is that Jimmy Kimmel has <laughs> um, purchased, I want to say like 14 cameos that don't say that they're from him. So the first one he sent, um, he had like several prank scripts that they've sent. One says, George, please congratulate my friend Gary Fortuna on winning the Clearwater Florida beef eating contest. 
<laughs> he ate over six pounds of ground beef in under 30 minutes, which was a new record. He's not feeling so great now, but the doctor thinks he'll be released from the hospital soon. Please wish him a speedy recovery. <laughs> so like <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel literally has done like 14 of these. And it's funny because I'm pretty sure like 99% of the cameos he's doing are just people trolling him. If you That's haven't horrible. watched them, I don't know what you're doing with your life. He even references his not so real MBA in one of them. Oh my God. They are comedy gold. So and is you he know, making this money though? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I mean, I'd rather he be doing this for a living than what he was doing before. So I don't want to hear anyone ever talk shit about sex workers ever again. Mm-hmm. Right? ever right. again if we have dudes doing this out. for 400 bucks yeah. a pop it least sex so work is honest work funny. yeah <laughs> it's honest hard work honest hard work like mm-hmm. fuck it. right yeah harder than what Mark santos is doing but slightly less funny <laughs> <laughs> these things are so they're they're just it's like become such a part of my algorithm now i have seen many many george santos cameos and they're all they're all gold recommend <laughs> Aaron, what do you you with? um i'm obsessed with oh i'm so obsessed with home for the holidays if you haven't bought it go buy it um <laughs> i got edits back for my next book which is called when worlds collide oh. i'm very happy about it um what'd you say is it about aliens no no i like how dempsey's just talking to us like she's talking to us on the phone and not like we're actually recording a fucking podcast (laughs) be quiet until you're back in front of your computer i'm sorry i've had one high noon and i'm hungry Oh, shit. Just fucking over there cleaning her kitchen. I'm back. Okay, <laughs> guys. I was eating up mini tacos. Keep up your conversation. I'll hey, hey, you. I can. Tell us about your alien book. <laughs> <laughs> We're all ears. Oh, oh man. Well, it's really not. It's more um <laughs> it's like a Aaron fan fiction. <laughs> So Heidi's in it, and no, I can't not write Am her I... in it. No, you uh, were in the last one. Oh, sorry, I wasn't the last one. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I'm actually really pleased with it, but I'm. What I re- want to say is, like, my editor just is a really great editor in the sense that we talked on the phone for like an hour and a half, just about this isn't a bad book, but let's just make it better, you know? So I, like, there's, I'm going to do something in the middle that I've never done before, which is like, just like little vignettes of like snippets in time between, you know, kind of when it ends and begins again, their relationship. So I just, I'm really excited about it. It's not something, it's like, I'm playing around with like form and, you know, like, it's just kind of made me feel like, wow, like my editors invested in me becoming a better author and I think that that's awesome. <laughs> you know who experiments with that? Who? Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, Taylor. Yeah. All the time. Sure. Yeah. It just felt really good to like, I don't know. I Obviously, I can go back and forth with, you know, first person or third person. Um, I've written a second person. I've, you know, like I enjoy, you know, playing around with tense, like 
you know, some people want the past tense, some people enjoy the present tense and being able to, to go back and forth with that and, you know, mix it up throughout my books has been really awesome, but never do I really veer outside of like the romance formula. Yeah. I don't, I, I do it, but I don't do it very often. And just to like, kind of be like, fuck it, I'm going to do something completely different. Uh, feels really cool. So that's kind of all I've been obsessed with. Although I did watch that new Julia Roberts movie right before I got on here. Have you guys watched it yet on Netflix? Wait, which one? Uh, oh, what, what, what's leave, it called? Leave the World Behind. Oh, is that the, the one where the people show up and they're like, this is our house? Yeah. Yeah. No. Fucking How was it? Weird ass movie. I am torn. I am still not okay to watch it. high. Oh, I would not watch it high. <laughs> It just was very strange, and it's basically, um, it's like an a, a apocalyptic movie, like what, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you, but yeah, so it's just really good. I enjoyed it, but that's it. That's all I got, Jackie. You're, Julie, you're up. <laughs> I started watching um, <laughs> The Walking Dead, and oh, it is such a good show. Fucking love The Walking Dead. That's I can't. Deal. I can't believe it's so many seasons. Like we're on like the third season and I'm like, there's like 4 million to go. Is that the jail? Yeah. Yeah. They're still the jail. Oh, and the Uh, governor. So they just started showing the governor again. And so uh, he just got hooked up with the two sisters (gasps) and and just ran into his old crew. Yeah. That's where we're at right now. Awesome shit gonna go down it's so good we're like oh my god have you watched it before i've watched up in like 10 years ago i've watched up until season like when uh the bat guy comes around oh yeah so i've I've seen i want to say that loud because kennedy's never seen it but i've seen the like the season seven episode one where all that okay it happens But it's like so much that I don't remember. Like I remember right. the big things, right? Like he kills Shane and whatever. But yeah. there's so much other stuff that happens that I just completely have forgotten about. Right. So it's yeah. kind of like watching it again. Like I don't remember oh. what happens with the governor. Like I don't remember any of that stuff. So I'm like here for it. And then I yeah. didn't finish the whole uh, series because in between, I, I like had moved out here and kind of like stopped watching it or whatever. So like. I haven't seen past season seven. Oh, so I've okay. got eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven. I've got all the seasons to still watch. Or Negan. I'm that's you, I was like really disappointed in uh, like season eight and nine, but 10 and 11 are fantastic. fantastic See, that's kind of what started happening. That's kind of how I started feeling like after that whole traumatic shit happens in season seven. Right. I, I remember I kind of started getting like, okay, there's only so many people you can like kill and torture. Like, right. let's move on. Mm, you know, tell that to Game of Thrones. <laughs> it, this is different, though. This is like horrific ass shit happen. Well, I guess Game of Thrones does too. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's yeah, I'm like, interesting. Yeah. Walking Dead's just fun, right? Because it's like the fucking zombies aren't the real bad guys. <laughs> you know, people the, are. People are the bad guys. People are the walking it's dead. It's so like, interesting, it's- too. Like, like when I'm watching it, like, how similar things even 10 years ago how like shit happened now like the sickness just went through the prison or in the prison yeah. right now and i'm like that's fucking covid and then <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like yeah. you, you can even relate things back then to like things that have actually happened 
now. Right. It's weird, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm super, super into it. Like, I can't wait love to it. go watch it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, oh, I have one other thing I wanted to say. Can okay. I say one thing? Hurry up. Yeah. Roz came back to Frasier. Oh my God, I'm so happy about it. I don't, I don't know. For a minute, we're just for one episode. Just for one episode, but it's they're in talks to make it more permanent. So I'm there's sorry, like the, Frasier still on. Well, there's oh, a new. They've updated it, and now he's back. He's in Boston. Is he the it's same guy? So good. Yes, I love. You're a hundred so years old. <laughs> I know. I love Frasier. Like I'm in the middle of my my annual Frasier rewatch. Like the I can't even old, say it. You have an annual Frasier rewatch. Fuck yeah, I've seen these. I swear to God, oh I have watched. God. I have contributed to the only reason Hulu still has it on there. I guarantee you. I fucking love Frasier. Frasier oh. is Frasier is my number one sitcom of all time, even above Thirty Rock. What? I know. I fucking love. Also, Frasier. Thirty Rock has it. ruined Frasier for me because I can only say Frasier. <laughs> no, I think I, I, I fucking love Frasier. I think you need Anyways, an intervention. I'm so sorry. I have no, an annual Twilight watch. No, thank you to that. Oh my God. Have you seen the video clip of um, Jason Kelsey, like explaining the plot of Twilight on New Heights? That's my favorite. That anytime it comes up, I laugh so hard. I love it. I've just so started listening to like their full podcast. And they're really podcast. good. <laughs> yeah. If you like football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a it's solid really podcast. really good. Yeah. It's really cute how all the Swifties write in now for no dumb questions. Uh-huh. Stuff about football. Like, what's a field goal? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're not condescending about not it. Even they're a so bit. kind about it. Like, mm -hmm. um, okay, speaking of the Kelseys, what I'm obsessed this, this week is that Taylor Allison Swift has been named Our person. Listen, uh, Trigger alert for all you guys who say you don't mm -hmm. like when we talk about Taylor Swift. I'm going to talk about Taylor Swift for about two minutes. Yeah. Okay. So she's the first musician to ever be on the cover uh, for Times Person of the Year. And it just so seriously feels so validating as someone who was taking so much shit about being a Taylor Swift fan mm -hmm. for half my life. Like, no bullshit, half my life. And people are like, oh, my God, she's the worst, blah, 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 blah. And it's so validating to watch everyone fall in love with what I always knew to be true about her. <laughs> and I just, I hope that it gives her the freedom to create more art and more music. Because unlike a lot of artists, I genuinely believe, well, that's not true. A lot of artists are the same, but some fizzle out. Taylor Swift is getting better over time. Mm -hmm. like just bet she's a better songwriter her her singing is getting her better gotten better it's yeah. i but i think what i've enjoyed the most i mean besides obviously i enjoy her recent music has been fantastic it's always been fantastic but it keeps getting better and better but what i, I have truly enjoyed watching as someone who's nine years older than her is watching her become a woman who is so secure with who she is and her place in life and her direction. It's so fucking she smart. doesn't give a fuck anymore what you think or say about her. And you know who she, the only people she cares about, honestly, I think are her fans. She cares about what they think and how they feel because they have been with her through all of it, through fucking all of it. And I'm not one of those people that's hating on the new Swifties. Welcome. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, mm -hmm. it, it's wonderful. It's delightful. It's lovely here. 
it's well, no, some Swifties are really mean and homophobic and kind of assholes, but Mm -hmm. it's such a, I have enjoyed it so much. And I've so enjoyed watching her turn into this global superstar that is one of, and I said it before we started recording, or maybe we were already recording. She is not perfect. Okay. There, There are critiques you can make about Taylor Swift as a person, but one of our least problematic celebrities in existence and Mm -hmm. the way she treats her staff and the way she treats her family and the way she, she, there is something to be said about someone who is still friends with the people they were at 15. Mm -hmm. Like there just is. Okay. She didn't, she didn't write them off. She didn't get rid of them. They're still in her life. She's, she was in her, she was in Abigail's wedding. Like I just, it is such a delightful time. And what I was like, oh my God, that cover where she's holding Benjamin. Oh, I love it. She bucked the system so hard on like, okay, you're going to put me on here for the first time. I'm also going to bring my cat. (laughs) It is just screams like no one but Taylor Swift is getting away with that. No one but Taylor Swift is getting away with having a cat on the cover of time for person of the year. God, is that cat photogenic? Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. Beautiful blue eyes. Jesus. I know. I looked at Thor and I was like, get it together. (laughs) <laughs> get it together how embarrassing for you that you're not on the cover of time magazine draped around your shoulders draped around her shoulders and i'm enjoying the look at talks of people trying to drape their cats around their shoulders because let's be clear cats are not having that they want mm-hmm. no part of this they would like to be excluded from the conversation entirely and owners are like get around my shoulders and it's just it's very funny so um that's also it's just such a good interview such a good interview and the writer did such a good job and i like how he really honed in on who am i to tell her kind of thing that her career wasn't taken from her right he was not condescending he was not placating he was very much voicing i think what the reason that swift connects with her audience she's giving voice to a lot of women who have felt ignored or too emotional or yeah written off as being too emotional which i definitely understand yeah, written off as being too emotional, written off as um, being gaslit in relationships, saying they care too much, saying they cry too much, saying they're too yep. much of this or too much of that. I just, I, I, there's a lot of shitty things about being in this timeline. She is not one of them for me. It makes me, her success makes yeah. me very, very happy as someone who does not care about the success of celebrities mm-hmm. <laughs> like i genuinely don't care i don't understand the adoration of them i don't understand when people are in absolute fucking tears about about them but i don't know I, who on this I, podcast would ever be like that about anybody <laughs> but i get it i get it with her i do and um i'm just the way that they acknowledged in that interview how her and beyonce essentially kept the economy alive this summer in the barbie movie of course <laughs> and i just I am so here for her and Beyonce embracing each other instead of of letting the media pit them against each other. They've totally cheered each other on successes. Um, Even when Beyonce didn't have to at that very first MTV Music Awards where Kanye stole the mic from her and Beyonce called her back up on stage. And Beyonce was significantly more famous. Significantly more famous than her at the time. So she did not have to do that. Like, Mm -mm. but I think... She showed her, don't let them do this to us. We get to decide who's against each other and who's not. And I think that moment probably shaped her in a lot of ways. And I'm just eternally grateful to Beyonce for that. So I was just, listen, I know it's not a big deal. 
I know there's a gazillion horrible, horrible, horrible fucking things going on in the world. I, I get that. But multiple things can be true. And this brings me a significant amount of joy. So I'm going to embrace it. <laughs> you and know I, what's so funny? Joy's is laughing I, at me because she's starting to talk about Taylor Swift. I but you know what's so funny? When you started off, listen. Like we were talking about something very serious. Like I just find it very funny that you're like <laughs> saying like justifying your obsession with it. I was like very guilted, crazy. Like I'm, I don't give a fuck. Like I have spent so long it. justifying it though. It's my default. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a new Swifty. People, when I tell you the shit I have taken, mm-hmm. especially I'm not what you would think would be the normal Swifty. Especially before, sure I am now since folklore and Evermore and everything, but red speak now fearless yeah. like that people wouldn't expect that from me but i have been no. devoted to her always so yeah. it, it makes me happy that she's getting the recognition that i think she deserves yeah and aaron's not gonna like this but i'm gonna say it anyways Ugh. it's so nice to hear her talking about just wanting to like with her relationship but just in general mm-hmm. live her life yeah it's gonna be a shit show if she goes out but you know what she still wants to go to dinner with her friends mm-hmm I don't no, mind you talking about this no anymore. Longer, I've, I've come to terms. Yeah. Ugh. No longer gonna hide who she is. And it just made me so sad for the time she spent with Joe having to hide. You know, you can count on your hands the amount of times the two of them publicly acknowledged each other. And it's so sad. And when she said that, like, we're gonna be that, like, we're gonna be here for each other and we're gonna support each other and cheer each other on doing the things we look like, that just was like, it made me so annoyed at Joe. I don't think it was all Joe's fault. I think a lot of it was her. She got into her head about the Kanye thing and the yeah. Kim Kardashian thing. I think it's a heavy it lift to blame nice Joe to for everything. Out doing her thing. I don't think he challenged her in the way she needed to be challenged at the time, which yeah. was you're Taylor fucking Swift. You're going to go out and you're going to be bejeweled. You know, and, like. Yeah. And I think Travis is comfortable with him, with her being. Amazing. I think he fucking he loves it. Because I mean, he's amazing is what at what he does. Yeah, they totally like just like, you know, bird, stop. I I have to know what you have against my boy Travis Kelsey because I fucking love We're not him. gonna do this on here right now though. I don't think it's a good idea. Over. He's not a girl. I don't think it's a good idea. It's not it. Okay. Although you don't like the way he shouted her out about the all right, go ahead. Give him the give him the yeah. rundown real quick. First of all, I don't like men. I will be very honest. I'm not a big fan of men. Yes. But if she were going to be with somebody and it was a guy, I would try in my heart of hearts to be okay with this person. I have tried. I think he's a douchebag. And I can't stand men that just don't take no for an answer. It drives me fucking nuts. How does he not take no no for an answer? There was no fucking reason for him to go all on a platform talking about how he tried to give her a bracelet with my number on it. Cute. Oh, isn't it cute? No. He That's went to what he said. He, he just said he, she doesn't. It got denied. The no, end. it didn't. No, it didn't. She can't talk before her concerts. Bird, he didn't try to go back there and she was like, no, I don't want to talk to you. He said she doesn't meet people after the concert. He even says, he no. even said, or maybe she just didn't want to meet me. I don't know. Like he even, he even took the to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. He this does not, not no, This she... is my Oreo. This <laughs> is my fucking Oreo. All right. That's going to be the title of this episode. It does not fucking matter what you say. You will not make me like him. I think he's a douchebag. You, you will not like play him. me. That's fine. 
you know what? We're not dating them. You know know what? We love him him enough for you too. You guys, you guys can like him. That's fine. And you know what? If Taylor likes him, great. If Taylor's happy, great. But I just think he's a douchebag. The end. He's such a good guy. He's like the nicest guy. He's a douche. Douche. He has I don't, a good, and I also don't like that she's hanging out with Brittany Mahomes. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is problematic. Brittany it's Mahomes. his best friend's wife. What yeah. is he supposed yeah. to do? I think Jackson is a total oh. whatever. I think Brittany, like, she's fine. She's fucking not fine. She told his, like, accuser to shut the fuck up. Like, no. Yeah, she did. No. I'm not, I'm not down with a sexual abuse of, uh, uh, what is it, apologist or someone who doesn't want to believe women. Like, maybe it, it could come out in a court of law. Did Let's you see see the video? I've seen all the things about all of this because I've tried so hard to fucking like this guy and this situation that she's in. I've tried. I've tried everything. I, I think it's, that the, I like, think that I don't I'm like immune. Jackson Mahomes, but I think it's kind of a far stretch. I don't know how it's going to hold up in court. Personally. Okay, fine. That's fine. Unless there's more to the story that I'm, that I'm missing. I think it's shitty to not support women. I thought he was fucking gay. I was like, I was hard when that's like your family member. Of course you're going to like, yeah, but I don't think you speak out like that. I don't think you speak out like that. Sure. I don't think you tell. I didn't have anything against. I don't really think Uh, about her very much. I just think she's awful. And especially after Taylor. And this is the hard thing. I think that Taylor Swift runs into it's with fucking everybody. If she makes a song with somebody, if she's even seen with somebody, it's like, Everybody wants her to make up every single perfect move with every single thing she does. Not even it's, it's no. like sometimes she just has to get along with her boyfriend's wife, best friend's wife. Best yeah. friend's wife. Like it doesn't mean that Taylor Swift and her are like gonna go fucking, you know, go to a best friend's retreat together and you know be up each other's asses. But is she gonna be seen with her and walk out with her and like have to get along with her? Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is with her. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, brother. and all the wag. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, we've got, I feel like she gets so criticized for every single fucking thing that she does. I'm and not criticizing Taylor, by it. the way. I'm criticizing Brittany Mahomes. I this just took a weird like negative turn. Look, I love I them. said I didn't want to talk about this. And I, I was on your side. And then you, you, Listen, you were such a good guy. I'm here to tell you all to listen to new heights. And I'm here to say Aaron's entitled to dislike whoever Aaron wants to dislike. No, she's not. (laughs) Yes, I fucking am. And this one you have you can't push me because all it's I need I need better reasons. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't really matter how any of us feel about Travis Kelsey. It just doesn't. Like all it matters is Taylor Taylor's or any of them. Taylor doesn't know we exist in this world. Okay, we need to get that parasocial relationship yes, in check a little bit. Does. No, she doesn't. She listen. She does not. <laughs> she doesn't care about it. Well, I, she does not care about it. She doesn't know we exist. So, Aaron, you can dislike whoever you want. Now, I like Travis Kelsey, but I like Travis Kelsey before this. Um, I will say this, and I will stick by this. I I know everyone's like, oh, they're going to get married. Fight. They're going to have kids. Maybe that's true. I don't think he's smart enough for the long run. So <laughs> I genuinely don't. I think he's a golden retriever, Labrador puppy who's just like, 
And like, I think he's very, very, very good for her right now. When all of the stuff fades, all of the like physical and everything fades, I don't think intellectually he will keep up with her. That's my personal opinion. The best breakup album ever. Totally. (laughs) So I don't, I don't, uh, if she's happy now, I'm happy for her. You what? I think he's smarter than he pretends to be. Yeah, I, I mean, his tweets would disagree with that. But like, yeah, yeah he seems like a real dodo. He was a long time ago. Right. I don't, okay, oh, first of all, you guys can stop apologizing for Travis Kelsey. I don't dislike him. I like Travis Kelsey. I prefer Jason Kelsey to him. Oh, I don't, uh, Jason I don't Kelsey. Dislike, I don't you remind Travis me Kelsey. of Jason Kelsey so much. I think Travis Kelsey <laughs> is the least problematic one of her boyfriends by far. Okay. Yeah. And I'm happy if Taylor is happy. I'm happy for her. She deserves all the happiness. I I hope she's having the time of her life. I do. I bet she is. I bet, I bet she, she is, is too. too. <laughs> I don't think, I don't see it lasting forever, but I don't know that I see Taylor lasting with everyone for, with anyone forever because she doesn't play by the same rules we do. She has a totally different world she lives in. I kind of think this is the one. He's maybe. protective. Yeah, maybe it is. He's tall. Do it too. doesn't matter. That's the thing. It None of it matters. As long as she's happy or whatever, it doesn't matter. I think we completely lost Aaron. She's <laughs> super mad and irritated. She's so mad. This. Yeah. I'm I was fine. trying to go out on a positive note, you guys, but. You guys, I'm fine. I'm telling you, I'm I'm high. Have a good kite. fucking weekend, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and watch the New Heights podcast. No, <laughs> or listen to it. Or yeah, do listen to it over this. It's so much. Don't better. give in to these marketing tactics. Okay. Have a good weekend, everyone. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Jesus Christ. Fierce Fan Media.